from the Allen Media Worldwide Headquarters Studios, high atop two Turtle Creek. This is Deconstructing Dallas. Greetings, everyone. This is your host, Ryan Trimble, coming to you once again on a sunny, sunny, beautiful fall day here in Dallas, joined by a man who got towel popped in the elevator about his, t- his shirt. He, of course, Sean Williams. Sean, good day, sir. Good day, Ryan Trimble. I don't appreciate the gentleman on the elevator who said that, well, he saw me with my A&M polo on today and said, oh, you can get that on a discount this week. <laughs> and I'm sorry. It's a tough I, one, pal. It's very tough. I'm not. We we had a great start to the season. Yes, I know that this is, was not in the, in the show. However, <laughs> we had a great start. We had a quarterback get injured, and then it all went downhill very quickly from that. Well, you make the shirt look good, so don't worry about it. You're going to bounce that. back. I appreciate You're going to bounce back. But you don't have a shirt on. I mean, obviously, we're here where I can't look. We're in your office recording. That's correct. To Turtle Creek. Uh, every visual marker I have on the desk, on the wall, <laughs> there is the SMU. There's a helmet right there. So, I mean, you know, it's a good time to be a punk. Dallas's team. So, obviously, my team as well. That's right. That's right. But local, to touch the local sports base. That's right. It's a good time to be a Pony fan. I don't know if anybody has noticed the SME Mustangs, 24th ranked SME Mustangs, are 5 0 headed to Annapolis this weekend to take on the Navy midshipmen. You can't overlook that one. You can't overlook Navy, but uh, it is fun times on the hilltop. Tanner Mordecai leading the nation in touchdown passes with 24, Sean. don't know if you saw SMU beat TCU in the Battle <laughs> you know, for the I Iron did, Skillet. I, I knew that because I saw your Twitter feed, and there was quite a bit of, of talk of that on your Twitter feed. I think the term may be regurgitation of every <laughs> SMU tweet possible that day. Uh, it was it was quite a day for me personally. Uh, I didn't make it out to the game, but which was like the first time in probably 10 years I've missed that game, Sean. Well, I... Whenever I open up my Twitter on Saturday, the first like three tweets says Ryan Trimble liked Ryan Trimble retweeted. <laughs> like so I, I really get a good view of what's going on for the ponies yes. through your Twitter activity. So congratulations to you. Congratulations to Coach Dykes, the staff. A.D. Hard, like everybody. That's right. All you guys. You know, if, if I had... President Turner, whoever else. <laughs> to the, Councilman Atkins, Brad, everybody. the cheerleaders, <laughs> Peruna, everybody. Yeah. One might think that if I put as much uh, attention into my uh, this podcast as I do into SMU Twitter, it would be a really good show, Sean. Thanks to you for carrying the team. I mean, definitely... A- Hours of SMU Twitter this past <laughs> yes. weekend. Yes, absolutely. I can say so. Absolutely. Um, I did do other stuff, though. Man, you did. While I was out, you uh, had a chance to fit, do some fill-in work and carry a big part of, of the business along with our other teammates with The Loop. That's right. That's right. The Trinity Spine Trail, uh, the, the Loop, the Circuit Trail Conservancy, The Loop, uh, broke ground on a big portion of the trail uh, south of Tennyson uh, golf course uh, on the southern southern end of Tennyson 
uh, here in Dallas. And it, it's an exciting project, Sean. I know you've been working on it uh, uh, for quite a while with with our one of our former guests, Philip Hyde. Former Haig. guest and client. Former guest and client, uh, Philip Hyde Haig, who was on fire. He darn near had a quorum of the city council there, Sean. I mean, it was a great turnout for the for the groundbreaking. Great work by our team. Uh, and as I understand, Mayor Johnson was there. Yes. I got to see that he gave a shout out to the, the loop in his newsletter this week. So as, as he said, it, it really is a transformative type project. It's one of the more important projects that we have going on in Dallas right now as it relates to infrastructure, transportation and alternative transportation. So it's just exciting to get to work with Philip and Circuit Trail Conservancy, uh, his board, which includes our good friend, Vinay Hammond Parham. So um, shout out to our team, the Alamedia team, because it, it, from what I saw, read and heard, I really, it sounded like a, a really cool event. It was a great day. And, you know, speaking of transformative, Sean, we've got a, a pretty great guest today that is uh, doing some transformative work at City Hall. I'm really excited about this. We get to talk to Dr. Eric Johnson, Dr. Eric Anthony Johnson, uh, who is doing a heavy lift at City Hall as it relates to economic development, economic development policy, housing policy. Um, You know, I'm really excited to get his take. There are some folks around town that I've talked to, some elected officials, even outside of, of City Hall, who really like the job that he's doing and Um, I just see a lot of innovation and attention to detail that looks like it's happening right now. And so I'm excited we have a chance to, to talk to him about it. Yeah, he's got he's got a great vision. He's very focused, and uh, I'm excited to jump into this uh, interview today, Sean. So, why don't we do just that? We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Dr. Eric A. Johnson. This is Deconstructing Dallas. Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams, stick with us. Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Sean, very excited today to be joined by our guest. Everybody talks about economic development in the city of Dallas, but we wanted to really do a deep dive on it and what it meant. So uh, we figured the best guy to go to was Dr. Eric Anthony Johnson. He, of course, the Chief of Economic Development and Neighborhood Services. Dr. Johnson, thanks for joining us. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. So uh, for, for our listeners who don't know, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Yeah, okay, yeah. So um, my background is, um, I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana, that's my hometown, okay. um, where I was born and raised. Um, had an opportunity to uh, really work across the country on economic development projects in pretty much um, uh, large cities, small cities across the country, and the combination of real estate, economic development, policy, um, resource guy. So I'm sort of a combination of all of the components needed to do this work uh, collectively. Um, you know, my PhD is in urban 
uh, urban policy. Um, my real estate training is from the uh, Harvard Graduate School of Design. So um, I've had a good time learning, practicing, studying, testing new ideas. I'm more of a disruptive type thinker. I'm not a traditionalist. I don't have a lot of uh, <laughs> patience or tolerance for traditionalists because, you know, what's the old saying? You keep doing things the same way, you get, to you get the same results. Right. So for me, I try to bring as much creativity uh, in terms of the work. Personally, I'm an avid basketball uh, fan, former college basketball player, uh, currently playing uh, on the master circuit right now across the country. So I bring a competitive spirit to the work that I do. We'll have to learn more about that master's uh, tour, but we're not, we're not, that's not the focus today. Uh, so, so Dr. Johnson, you know, like Ron and I, you know, we're not from here, but a lot of us end up here in Dallas. Dallas, you mentioned that you are not necessarily a traditionalist. You're more of a disruptor and that, that can go here or there for in Dallas. But I just wondered how you ended up here in Dallas as part of uh, the city of Dallas team. Yeah, that's a good question. I was actually doing some redevelopment work in the Twin Cities and um, uh, got a call from a recruiter that asked me if I'd be interested in taking a look at Dallas. And I said, wow, okay, Dallas, Texas. You know, there's Dallas, North Carolina, and there's also Dallas, Texas. I said, if it's the real Dallas, of course I'll take a look at it. So, um, you know, knowing what I knew about the city, its, um, uh, its opportunities, its challenges, I felt it was a great opportunity and time to come to the city. Now, I got to the city um, the first week, well, yeah, first week in March, and was here basically a week and everything shut down. Mm -hmm. So I've been having to really do this tremendous job virtually since I've been here. Yeah, now, it's so interesting, the timeline. I, I remember when it, when it was announced and you came on, and then all of a sudden, uh, like you said, we went into lockdown. But, you know, you've seen a lot of, uh, a lot of different cities. Uh, what, what do you think cities in general need to do to thrive? And then what do they need to do to thrive uh, looking ahead as we, you know, hopefully come out of the, the uh, pandemic here? Yeah, you know, that's an excellent question. From an economic development standpoint, I think that cities, traditional economic development is about corporate relocation and retention. I think cities need to continue to do that but equally focus on economic development at the community-based level to basically have a balanced approach in terms of economic development. Um, so I, I believe that <clears throat> not just in Dallas, but in other cities, I just think that's the appropriate way to uh, attack economic development because in underserved communities, we tend to overlook the economic potential um, in these communities. So whether it's COVID-19, rebounding from that, I really think that needs to be a be uh, the approach cities need to take. Dr. Johnson, North Texas is, is a hot economic, you know, one of the hottest economies in the U.S. You know, people talk about it, people are moving here from all over, but it feels like we as Dallas and Ryan and I both live in Dallas. It always feels like we're in competition with our neighbors. So, you know, how are we doing? How is Dallas doing? And how does Dallas differentiate itself from some of our neighbors? You're actually speaking to the challenge facing Dallas because when you look at the numbers in terms of the growth, they're really speaking about DFW. They're not talking about Dallas proper. And they do that because data is basically collect, collected more on a regional basis. So when they're saying Dallas is growing, they're really talking about DFW and everything included, which would be Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington, all of the cities. So for Dallas, we are in competition with these neighbors. And um, I think it's becoming quite evident 
and we need to pick up the pace because um, our surrounding neighbors, um, I'm not going to say they're outperforming us, but they have an advantage in terms of, of, of land, greenfield development in terms of what we call it. Our competition, our ability to, to really crush the competition is going to be, as far as I'm concerned, based on Dallas authenticity and uniqueness and culture that is absent in these other communities. That's where our strength is going to lie. The recent uh, census uh, updates that's coming out is showing that we are not really growing, but the surrounding cities are growing by leaps and bounds. And some of these cities uh, during the pandemic, ongoing pandemic, are still growing by thousands of residents, and we're not capturing any of that. So when you hear about the work coming out of Dallas, it's going to be Dallas-centric, not so much DFW, but Dallas-centric. We're talking to Dr. Eric Johnson, Chief Economic Development and Neighborhood, Chief of Economic Development and Neighborhood Services with the city of Dallas. We'll come back. We want to talk a little bit more, deeper, dive a little deeper into what's going on in Dallas. So hang with us through the break. Deconstructing Dallas, Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. We'll be right back right after this. Ryan Trimble. We are with Dr. Eric Johnson. Uh, Dr. Johnson, as long as many of us can remember, there's been a desire to increase economic growth in Southern Dallas. I used to have a blog called Dallas South Blog that focused just on Southern Dallas back in the day. And so I want to know, you know, what's your philosophy since you've been here? What have you seen as opportunities and challenges with Southern Dallas? And what, what is your office doing as it relates to development and economic opportunities in Southern Dallas? Yeah, so uh, the issue I believe we're facing is um, how do we change the narrative? Because it's not about land. Land is there. It's not about people. People are there. Um, the need for services are, are there. Um, so the way we're really looking at Southern Dallas is currently it's like 15% or so of the city's tax base, 85% in the north. So we're really looking at how do we grow this tax base over the next 10 years to really increase that 15% closer to 30% over the next 10 years? So uh, we have a, an acute focus because I don't think this has ever really been done in terms of making the business case below I-30, which captures uh, below I-30 south of the Trinity River that captures the bulk of um, Southern Dallas as is sort of defined. We're going to be doing more to make the case um, in terms of why opportunity exists there. The city has no other choice but to go south. Um, and I believe over the next 10 years, it's going to head in that direction. Um, but we have issues of infrastructure we have to solve for. We have issues of perception that we have to solve for. You know, couldn't tell you the last time a uh, commercial office building was built. We need more in the way of comparable um, development projects happening um, that's going to start to draw in more support. So it will be an acute focus uh, going forward. Uh, Dr. Johnson, uh, way back on May 26th of this year, I know it feels like a lot longer than, uh, you know, two or three months here, but 
uh, on, on, I believe it was late May, the city council unanimously adopted a, an economic development policy. Can you give us some of the highlights of the policy? Yep, the policy started out by talking about a comprehensive approach to economic development that takes into consideration both traditional, which is corporate um, relocations, business retention, uh, balancing that with a combination of community-based economic development. So the policy is really built on what Dallas is in reality with a major focus below um, I-30 south of the Trinity River. So we have uh, 10-year metrics that are very powerful metrics that we're going to measure our progress against. Those are related to um, jobs, not only jobs, but um, minority population in Dallas being a part of that growth and development, everything from business development, entrepreneurship, picking up on the mayor's task force of uh, entrepreneurship. You'll, look, you'll, you'll see things like incubators being created, created uh, funding to support uh, growth and entrepreneurship. You're going to see things of that nature really embedded in the policy. But Dallas is currently 274 out of 274 cities going to the Urban Institute when it comes to economic mobility and inequality. That is a staggering number. So uh, we're trying to change that narrative by really having a comprehensive approach. And I think the council with the unanimous vote really sent a major signal. But here is the game changer for us. The council also gave um, the uh, authority to go and create a new economic development entity, corporation. And I'll tell you why that's important. It's going to give us the ability to move nimble, to do things we have not been able to do before. So example would be, you know, having the ability to get into development firsthand as a public entity that can do things that the private sector just did not want to do. That will be targeted squarely below I-30 um, to do the things we really need to do. That's going to be the difference because we've never marketed Southern Dallas, for example. I don't think we've done a great job even marketing the city of Dallas. So the policy is really talking about ramping it up. After all, we are the ninth largest city. And I think it's going to um, require us to to, to start sticking our chests out more, talking more about Dallas, which I don't think we do enough of around the country and around the world. Yeah, that's, that's great. Well, I wanted to ask one more question. I know you're a big sports guy. Sean and I are both sports guys. And, um, you know, over the summer, we saw the conference realignment debate fire up again. And uh, there's always debate around what sports actually mean to the economy of cities. So what, in your opinion, are the impact of sports and, and major sporting events? What impact do those have on cities, especially cities, our, our city here in Dallas? Well, a lot of the impact is related to, quite honestly, sales tax, hotel occupancy, things of that nature. That's really where the, the big bulk of the economic impact of the sports um, industry really is. Um, so what we're hoping is that we can better, our, better position ourselves um, to capture more of that. I think our challenge, though, is going to be, you know, outside the city, we probably have a greater strength in terms of, you know, venues. Inside the city, we have to figure out a way to deal with that, if that makes sense. So, you know, while the Cowboy Stadium may be outside the city, those expenditures for the dominant parties being taking place outside the city. Mm -hmm. So for Dallas proper, you're going to see things like um, a realignment, reworking of the convention center to start to draw more uh, events, uh, including 
um, smaller uh, sporting events coming to Dallas. But truthfully, the impact is more in the sales tax, hotel occupancy, you know, restaurant expenditures, things of that nature. Well, Dr. Johnson, this has been a fascinating conversation. A lot of the work that Ryan and I do, you know, in some way touch a lot of the work that you and your office do. So we really appreciate your time for any of our listeners who want to find out more about, you know, what you're doing, what your office is doing. Uh, how, how can they do, do that? Yeah, they can actually go to our um, uh, City of Dallas website and go straight to the economic development uh, page and you'll find out um, everything from the economic development policy there. You'll see a bunch of conversations and uh, tools at that site. They can always follow our economic development committee meetings and the council meetings to see the things that's really happening. And, you know, if people have any questions, they can always contact me directly. My email is eric.anthony.johnson at dallascityhall.com. And I will clearly feel free to answer anyone. Dr. Johnson, we certainly appreciate the time and look forward to catching up with you again soon. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay. This is Deconstructing Dallas. Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. We'll be right back. Deconstructing Dallas, Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. Ryan, a lot of knowledge dropped from Dr. Eric Johnson. It's great to have Dr. Johnson on. Love that conversation, Sean, and really appreciate his vision for our city and, uh, you know, his focus, truly. He's, he is ready to get some things done. So, you know, we work a lot with council member and, and economic development chairman, Tanel Atkins. And so, I know, you know, we get to see them in meetings a lot. That's right. Uh, it seems like they both want to move the city further uh, forward. And so, you know, hopefully we can be helpful if ever we can. But either way, it's, it's good to see that the city is moving in the right direction. Hey, we're just here to serve, Sean, truly. Could you get that message out there? Because that's what I'm, I'm trying to get people to understand is we're, we're just here to help. We are here to help you know? every day. Well, you know, thank you for your service. Thank you. Um State Fair, man, is here. It's crazy. I, you know, after a year like last year, we did the drive through last year. Yeah, it was year. fun. It was good to have that as an option. It's like, great. We were still deep in the throes of the pandemic. <laughs> Not that it's by any stretch is it over. <laughs> right. But um, I think we, we may try to get out there. Um, I have not been out yet, but... If, if we can sneak out, I think think we might. Well, I did see that uh, Chief Garcia uh, was uh, was out there yesterday and uh, enjoyed a corn dog. Man, he was fired up. Chief Garcia, I've never seen anybody so number one so enthusiastic to do anything. He's, right, uh, he's always on fire. It. It's so great. But even eating a corn dog. He was on a 10. It was impressive. It was impressive. And by the way, not sure if you know, but he is the next guest 
on Deconstructing Dallas. It was a good segue, I thought, was, Sean. Was that? It was like a layup. Nice tease. Am yeah. I LeBron or am I Dwayne Wade? Like, which I, one of us I, is I th- Did I throw it I think you threw it up. Threw it up and yes. I think I, okay. So, yeah, our next guest is Chief Garcia. And uh, we've actually, I will say, we've actually recorded this one already. Mm-hmm. And so I can already tell whoever's listening to this one, you need to be ready for the next episode because the man is on fire. He's great. It's such a great conversation. Um, we we wanted it to go longer, but if we, we if uh, only we had had a little bit more had, time. We had a little more time, but it was really great. Um, uh, and so get ready, tune in for that. It'll be up in the next few days. So uh, you know, enjoy this one and enjoy the next one. Good deal. Well, we will be back with our next episode as we discussed with Chief Garcia. But for now, we want to thank Dr. Eric Johnson for joining us at uh, on this most recent episode. We want to thank Allen Media and our owners, Jennifer Pascal and Mary Woodley. Thank you to the entire, entire Allen Media team for everything that you all do to help us put this podcast together. Of course, most of all, we want to thank our listeners. Thank you for bearing with us. It's been a few weeks since we've had an episode, so thanks for those uh, who have who have uh, hung with us during our little unscheduled hiatus. But while you're at it, please share this episode, shoot it out to your friends, share it with your neighbors, your loved ones. We want more listeners. We think more people need to hear uh, interviews like this one with Dr. Johnson, more like what we've got coming up with Chief Garcia. So for uh, if you want to catch us on social media, you can find me at Sean P. Williams on Twitter and Instagram at Sean P. Williams. He's rtrimble15, rtrimble15. Um, I'm the one who sometimes messes that up, so I, I probably need to make note of that myself. Uh, for um, until the next episode, uh, make sure you leave us a five-star review if you can on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast platforms. This is Deconstructing Dallas, Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. Until next time, adios. Adios.